Greetings one and all and welcome to the latest episode of an Espresso Shot of Confidence. The podcast that explores all aspects of confidence, challenges taboos and unhelpful narratives and empowers you to be awesome loudly and proudly. It's time to grab yourself a coffee, a whiskey, it is five o'clock somewhere or whatever it is that you enjoy drinking. Grab a seat and settle in for the next however long this episode is. I'm your host, the Master of Awesomeness, Ashley Griffiths, and today we're going to talk about being human in business. So unless you've been sleeping under a rock for the last six months, you would have noticed a whole host of AI tools exploding out into the world. It's been a hot topic on social media, on the internet. There's a stack of tutorials now on how to use stuff like ChatGBT. I can never remember how to say that. ChatGPT, there we go. Stack of tutorials on YouTube about how to do that. I mean, LinkedIn has just been awash with content regarding AI. And a lot of people feel really threatened by it. Let's just take the example of a copywriter, for example. ChatGPT can effectively or at least this is how they're perceiving it, make them obsolete. Because you can literally type in loads of prompts and you can end up with pages and pages of copy for your blogs, for your sales pages, for whatever it is that you need to do. And that's understandably left people thinking, oh my God, I'm, you know, how am I going to make a living here? Now, when it comes to new technologies, I've always been a fan of it. And I always think, how can I leverage this technology? Because I remember in my teaching career, there were all these new technologies introduced like interactive whiteboards and software and the use of tablets in the classroom. And you would get teachers that would be freaking out about it, going, no, 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 not going to use that. No, 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 don't like technology. Technology is bad. It's evil. It's the devil. And I was like saying to them, well, have you thought about how it could enhance your teaching and make life easier for you? And some people would really buy in at that point and go, oh, my life, really, it saved me that time. Because it needed that reframe to see that it could actually help them develop their skills. And it's the same with AI and a lot of technology. And people are getting really pissed off about this tech, about, oh my God, it's going to make humans obsolete. But here's the thing with AI. It is a tool. It is a tool. That is all it is. It can make life easier for you. But it won't replace you. Certainly not at the moment, because I've, I've used a lot of these AI tools, um, things like ChatGPT and some of the video software that's out there. I look at it and think, OK, yeah, looks interesting. But it doesn't pass the Turing test for me. Like I've seen some this really cool app. I can't remember what it's called now. But you can literally type in what you want it to do, what you want it to say, and it will just record loads of stuff for you. 
and it will have a voice for you. It will have a face for you. It will have a live action person on the other end or person inverted commas there. And it does a functional job. It does a functional job. But for me, and this is an important thing. There are some fundamentals of communication that it doesn't have. Yes, they've changed it so that some of the tones change. But generally, it has this artificial sound to it. There's certain nuances of tonality that are just not there. As humans, we react to a moment. We react to what's going on around us. And that reaction can be based on our experience, what we've learned culturally, how we feel at that moment, whether we're in fight or flight, whether it's calling into question our beliefs. That will enhance how we feel at that moment. And you simply can't program that into a computer. They don't have that experience. So for me, I feel that that makes the sound a little flat. And plus, they don't care that it's a machine. It doesn't have thoughts, feelings. So it doesn't care. And that is where humans have, and in business, you have a fundamental advantage or a means to make deeper and meaningful connections because humans are a nation of storytellers I often quote Yuval Noah Harari when it comes to this in his book Sapiens he talks about how storytelling is one of the fundamental reasons why humans are not swinging on trees anymore how that helped us to develop and build up a cultural history that was passed on from generation to generation. That sharing of knowledge between tribes that no other species, as far as we can tell, has or does. And that gave humans a distinct advantage in in a lot of ways. And in business... In the age of personal branding, storytelling is, is a way to make massive, massive, massive connections. So, for example, on LinkedIn recently, I've been sharing stories. Stories about my journey, stories about business, stories about travel. I've been connecting them into my overall... Well, sometimes I do. Sometimes I just share a story because... Just for that reason, because people like to read them. And it's really, really added so much more depth to the connections that I have with a lot of people because we started sharing stories. They've started tagging me in their stories. They've started getting my input. I've started asking them for their input. We get to know each other. And... We celebrate that human connection. When I was reading last year or the year before, I can't remember now, 
and that deep connection is and that deep connection is so important in the world now because i think even before the pandemic people were kind of losing touch of those social connections in business there was a lot of faceless brands that were driven by money and materialistic goals that had lost their humanity there was a lot of out of sight out of mind beliefs we've seen it in changes in society in recent years with the with the move away from the nuclear family people get disconnected in a book i read recently by Joran Harry called lost connections he posited that one of the fundamental reasons that depression is increasing, that suicide is increasing, that a lack of motivation is increasing, that staff turnover is increasing in the world, the industries such as sales have a massive, massive, massive st- staff turnover rate. It's because people don't have meaning in their lives. They don't have connection in their lives. And I think that's something worth exploring, really, in more detail. Because I think, certainly looking back at the pandemic, when that hit, we were forced to kind of go inward and spend time with ourselves or family, whatever. But one of the things that came out of that, I remember um, a great, great Facebook group. It's called Rock the Lockdown. And this is where technology really, really, really did its job. Um, an amazing job of bringing us together. That that site was set up by a group of entertainers that could not entertain as they normally would in a face-to-face environment. And they created this Facebook group and people from all over the world would perform for whatever reason, as an outlet for them, as a as a way to cheer people up. And that's what I like. There was that kind of connection. But on the flip side of that, and this is something I've been thinking about a lot recently, is people ended up spending more and more and more, and more time online. And less time physically in the company of humans. And it certainly created an increase in social anxiety. I mean, think about yourself, you know, post lockdowns. Do you feel as confident in social situations as you did before? Has anything changed? I know for me on a personal level, I had social anxiety in a level that I never had before. And I'm a very sociable person. And even my mum, you know, she's probably the most sociable person in the world. Even she was reluctant to go out. I think there was a fundamental behavioural change from getting kind of locked indoors for a while. But if you think about online, with trolls and echo chambers and people getting angry about stuff all the time and hurling abuse and just not being nice... I think people lose sight of the fact there's a human sat at the other end of that connection between plastic and glass 
devices. And one of the things I saw in business as a result of that was just very, very robotic messaging. Things like pitch slapping on LinkedIn where people are using automated tools or really bad advice to connect with people and then send these automated messages, just copy and paste like I could make you 67,000 grand in two seconds. Yours for only a million dollars. You know, really playing on people's fears and desire to have this life that's kind of been foisted upon us. This, well, you're only successful if you make shitloads of money. And there's also this huge amount of bots that are being used and they'll talk and they'll try and get you to engage. And again, there's just no humanity there. I mean, I I remember the other week I had this one and I I usually, my BS summit is usually pretty decent when it comes to this. I can spot something and go, "Ah, yeah, I don't think this is a real person at the other end of that. I don't think this is a real account. I think it's a fake account. But for some reason, one slipped through the net and and, um, it just started, you know. Hello, Ashley. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Really good. I find you really interesting. Oh, you do, do you? Yeah, how's how's that then? Oh, I'd be much more comfortable if we chatted on WhatsApp and then we can exchange pictures. I really want to see you. I'm like. But I was in a bit of a playful mood that day. So so I started responding in in song lyrics. Like, hello, is there anybody out there? And it was quite funny that just because a lot of these bots are... And algorithms as such, they're based to respond like with decision trees. If you receive this input, you do this. And it got all confused. And and in the end, I got bored with it. But there's loads of people utilizing this technology and it just pisses people off. And it's the same with companies as well. That have automated so many of their processes. I mean, when, think about the last time you tried to talk to a bank or an insurance company. How long did it take to actually talk to a bloody human at the other end? And this is one thing I worry about with technology. It's certainly the way it's being utilised. Is It's all based on the bottom line. It's all based on, okay, well, this can make this process much more streamlined, much more productive, much more effective. And I totally get that. You know, because I think as humans, we do have a tendency to overcomplicate things. And when that happens, it creates friction. And as humans, we don't respond very well to that. It's it's like me when I go onto a sales page and there's like about 500 pages of stuff, you know, to scroll, scroll through until we get to the price. It's like, <sighs> really? Bye. 
And I think, again, this move towards that, certainly as a customer, certainly as a human, it does piss people off. And, and this is one of the reasons why I feel it's so important to show the humans, to show the human side of your business, to get really in touch with that humanity. Because for me, messaging that says we care about humans and then everything is automated when you go through their websites or try to get in touch with them, that that message is completely incongruous. Because you're isolating humans, especially those that are not deemed, do not deem themselves tech savvy or don't have access to a spangly mobile phone. You end up isolating people. And that, to me, is just bullshit. You know, well done. You have your bottom line. I'm going to go spend my money somewhere else. Thank you. You you enjoy your automation. So how does this relate to you as a person, as a small business owner? As a business owner, we talk about things like B2B, business to business, B2C, business to customer. But for me, it's human to human. And I think that's what's going to give people moving forwards a better chance to succeed in business. Because for me, I just see it every single day, people complaining about this, how they are sold to, how they are disempowered, how they never get to talk to people. (laughs) That's a surefire way to lose customers, to lose people. And it's a surefire way to just lose what you started out to achieve in the first place. So the fundamental question you need to be asking yourself is what are you doing this for? What is your purpose? What is the value that your business has built on? And from there, you can start, you know, trying to make the world a better place. I know that's why I do this podcast why I created my business because I genuinely, genuinely want to see a much better world. Making the world a better place is, is, is ultimately one of the key drivers in everything that I do because if you can reach out to one person, make their life easier, get them to ask for help, Get them to believe in themselves. Get them to take action. That snowballs. I've talked about this before. It snowballs. And from that, it just it just ripples out. And it will help other people. And ultimately, I feel that when you approach things from a human perspective, it really helps to connect people and build much deeper long-lasting relationships because let's face it a lot of business action a lot of the action of our governments is short-term thinking personified searching for instant gratification that sudden boost to your bank balance and from that you get all of these sales scripts and 
people utilizing certain tricks that influence certain reactions from people, people prod pain points, you know, to get them to part with cash or get their credit card out. And for me, that pisses me off because it upsets people. It disempowers people. You know, you're assuming that life is crap for them. And you're going to position yourself as like, oh, I can I can help you with that. I could solve that. But traditionally, business, all they're trying to do ultimately is make is get money. And I know I'm speaking in a sweeping generalization there. But think about it. You must have been on a sales call before. Where you've gone through a process, maybe it's for coaching. So you've gone through this sales process. They've talked about where you're at, where you're going, problems you've got. Then it gets to the price and they tell you the price. And you go, well, no, nah, no, nah, I don't have that money. And then they proceed to flip it and start rubbing salt in the wounds. Eventually, you get into absolute state of chaos and you get your credit card out and go, yeah, 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 I'll do it. And then you immediately afterwards, after you've had that rush, feel bloody guilty about it. For me, for me, that's a terrible, terrible place to start a personal business human relationship. For me, one of the things that I learned quite early on in this business journey and one of the things that I know a lot of people struggle with when they're in self-employment is this whole topic around sales. Now, for me, I don't do sales calls. I don't even call them sales calls anymore. I talk to people. I talk to people through my content online. I talk with people. When we do get on Zoom calls, when we do have a coffee, I'm curious. I'm curious about them, what they're trying to achieve, how they're trying to help the world, their people, what their business does. How does their business make life easier, better, more enjoyable, whatever it is they do for other people? And we talk about that. And then I give them some advice or solutions based on what they're saying. And then if they're up for it, I'll present some solutions, some options to work with me to help them get wherever they need to get. I'll lay out the price. I'll lay out the program. And then I pass that on to them. They have a choice from that moment. Yay or nay. And at no point am I going to pressurize them to give me a yes because I need the money. That that does me a disservice. It does them a disservice. It does everyone a disservice. And by approaching that in this way, I've often been told that they feel seen. 
they feel empowered, they feel excited, they feel enjoyment to get started. And that is a good vibe for me. I love that. Because for me in that situation, there is there is no losing there. It's a win-win situation. You've talked to somebody. You've provided some solutions, given them some advice, some pointers, some direction. For some people, they will go out there and do their thing. And they'll smash it. And this is all gravy. Other people will need you to hold their hand a bit, to give them that encouragement, to give them that support. But again, it's not for you to tell them what they need because ultimately we all, all have the resources inside of us to make positive change in our lives. Now, if you decide that getting some help from somebody is going to help you bring out those resources, maybe right now you're not sure that you have, that's going to shine a light on them. Awesome. Awesome. If you get on a call or you see some content out in the world and it shines a light on something for you and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Winner, winner, tofu dinner. This is awesome. This is awesome. And for me, that's what being human and creating a human-centered business is all about it's all about lifting people up it's all about bringing people wherever they need to go you know maybe they're in the dark maybe they need that spotlight shone on them to realize that they have so much more than they know and that they're capable of so much more than right now in this moment they think they are Because I believe we're all capable of amazing things on this planet. I know you are. I know I am. I know we all are. And one of the best places to start with this, when you are thinking about your business, what it is you're trying to achieve, who you are, what it's about, how can we bring that human out, is to start by asking this question first. What are your strengths? Who are you? What are you all about? Because I think certainly on social media land, we're all too busy comparing ourselves to everyone bloody else. Oh, he's more successful. She's got more followers. This, that, and the other. Yeah, good for them. What do you bring to the dance? What are your strengths? If you can't answer that question yourself, Think of it like this way. What have your clients, customers, colleagues, friends, family said about you in the past? Positive things. What have they said about your personality, your strengths? Those are the things that you show. Those are the things that you bring out. And as a business, embrace curiosity. Embrace your uniqueness. Because... From the uniqueness point of view, recently I just see everybody doing the same old stuff online, following the same copy and paste templates, doing the same things that the gurus and the influencers do. What great, brilliant, it worked for them. Great, happy for them. How is that going to work for you? 
How does copying someone else bring out your uniqueness? It doesn't, does it? You know, what makes you unique? And we all have unique traits. We all have a different perspective because we all have different lived experience. We've all taken different journeys to get to the point where we are at this moment in time. What lessons have you learned along that path? How can they support and help other people in their journeys? These are powerful questions to contemplate. And they are going to take more energy to contemplate than buying the next next great leading magic bullet system. But it will get you to your destination in a much more authentic and meaningful way. Which links into why I said be curious. You know your people. You know the people that you work with. Ask questions. If you're running a group program or you're showing up on LinkedIn, ask questions to the people. Ask questions to your network. Ask questions to your clients. They'll reveal all sorts of answers. They'll reveal all sorts of things that maybe you haven't even thought about that will enable you to create solutions that they want. Not what some guru's telling you they need or want. What they want. And when you're operating as a human-based business, you're always going to be focusing on people-based solutions. How can I make the world a better place for these people? And it's also worth thinking about that ripple effect. You know, I said earlier on about the snowballing. By helping those people, what is possible? For their people, for your people, your family, what are the ripple effects and how can that have an influence on the rest of the planet? Go big picture here. Feels more, much more empowering, doesn't it? Feels exciting. I'm getting excited just thinking about the bloody thing. Sounds awesome. I'm going to leave you with those things to contemplate. And I'm just going to move into my kind of wheelhouse here now before we uh, finish off for the day. And that is how you show up online when you're promoting your business. Those of you that follow me um, will know I'm very active on LinkedIn. And one of the things that I encourage my clients to do and I encourage people in my network to do is be human-led in their approach, in their marketing, leaning in to who they are, what they're about, their strengths, their personality types, their experience, their knowledge. Because when you're confident in who you are, what you bring to the dance, and you love what you do, that passion... Your personality, it's magnetic as fuck. It truly is. It shines 
through the screens. Because that energy, oh, that energy pulls people in. They're like, wow, that's my person. I like what she's saying. Oh, wow, look at that guy's energy. Like one of the things that people constantly say about me when I create video content is they're like, I love your energy. Love your energy, your passion, Ashley. It's great. I can just sit and watch it because I know that your video is going to make me smile. They're going to make me laugh. They're going to make me think. But even if you do make me think, even if you give me some food for thought, even if maybe, you know, you're quite serious in your delivery, I know you're there to put your arm around me and go, I've got you. I see you. I hear you. And that's powerful, isn't it? Because one of the things I've realized on a personal level, and I know that this is something that loads of other people feel. And one of the reasons why on a platform like LinkedIn, and it's probably true for many other platforms, lots of people will not create content because they're afraid. They're afraid if they do, they won't be seen, they won't be heard. And that is scary. I totally get how that could be triggering, especially if you've gone through life feeling that way. But I guarantee you, if you're true to yourself, if you're truly human in your approach, you tap into your personality, your passion, your energy, your strengths, the things that light you up. If you honor your experience and your knowledge and you put that all together and that will make the nicest soup, cocktail, pie, whichever food metaphor you want to use here that your people will love and they will see you. They will hear you. Because your content is just going to be magnetic. Because they'll see you, your face, your words, your images. Not some AI generated woman called Jessica who speaks in a monotone. Hello, welcome. Anyway, I can't do it. I'm not even going to try because I'm human. You're human. You're awesome. You've got this. And on that note, I think it's time for today's espresso shot of confidence. Always remember these three P's. Passion. What lights you up? Personality. What makes you unique? And purpose. What are you trying to achieve? How are you, as a human going to make the world a better place. And I know you have all the skills to make the world better for you, your clients, your family, the wider world. And thank you very much for doing so. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you as always for listening, you awesome, awesome, awesome people wherever in the world you are. If you're new to this show, please subscribe. If this is your first time here, please subscribe wherever you're listening or watching this so that you get notifications of when the next episode drops. Usually 
on a Wednesday morning UK time. And all that's left to say is have an awesome day, week, night, year, afterlife. And as always, don't forget to be awesome.